living in a world that's all by design, it's up to us to break the chains of tyranny to become we, the ungovernable. You are listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. Now, I want to take time to thank my official sponsor of the Renegades Rant Podcast. This is by Cindy Davis. It's trinot.com backslash sinmen. Now, you can find her on TikTok as mapledipped85, cinemaple85, cinemaple85.0, and cinemaple85.1. Now, you can go on her site, and she has a lot of great products, such as Glow. Now, this is an advanced type 1 collagen with superfood antioxidant support. Long-term support such as improvised stability for hair, skin, and nails. Also, there's Enrich, a digestive enzyme blend with stabilized probiotics that gives you improved digestion, nutrient intake, and post-meal comfort. Then she also has Replenish. This is a mushroom complex with ashwagandha and fulvic acid. It promotes restful sleep and rejuvenation. Also improves body function and nutrient absorption. It also helps support your skin and your gut health and improves overall health, wellness, and immune response. Now please go check out the site and let her know that the Kentucky Renegade sent you. Thank you for your support, and thank you for listening to the show. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. This is episode 31. Are you prepared? Now, I hope everybody's having a great day. Today is Wednesday, July 19th, and we are just facing a lot of things in the world, and it's always great to be prepared. Now I'm talking about not only just shit hit the fan kind of issues, but I'm talking about the ability to be prepared for a natural disaster. Uh, if the grid goes down, those other scenarios as well. And with the times that we're living in right now, it is always best to be prepared. And we're going to go over that today. So I do a lot of prepping and a lot of survivalism myself. So if you are not experienced in this, please reach out to me. Um, There are plenty of other people out there that you can reach out to. Uh, My plan is to at some point have another prepper survivalist on. So we can kind of go back and forth and and come up with more solutions and more things that we can go over. But this is going to be basically the basics to Prepping 101. Now, I know there's a lot of people that are not ready, who have fallen behind the curve. So please listen to this podcast. Please follow the show. 
and please share it. Also, go and make sure you check out A Little Extra Lambo. On his podcast, he does a dollar store prepping. Now, I do a lot of things from the dollar store that involves my preps. Uh, There's important things you can get at the dollar store that you can do for your prepping. Now, when we're talking about prepping, we're not talking about just buying a couple weeks worth of food and having it put back and, and you use it. And then you got to go back to the store and buy more. No, this needs to be your put back, your stock, your prep. There's a big difference. And what I always tell people is if you're going to be prepping and you have a budget for your groceries, say you have $100 budgeted for your groceries, What you need to do is take 80 and put that towards your main food for that week, which now is nothing. But take that $80, put it towards your groceries for the week. Take that $20 that's left over and buy your stock, buy your prep. Now, you can do a lot with $20. Um like get a couple five-pound bags of rice. They're about three bucks, three fifty, at Walmart. Uh, you can get some dried beans, um, a few cans of like tuna, or if you don't like tuna, salmon, or if you don't like fish at all, get you a few cans of the canned chicken breast. Now, like at Walmart, you can buy the Great Value brand chicken breast, uh, a four-pack for 10 bucks. Now, you got to do a little bit of the math. If you have a big family, you need to make sure you have plenty of food for everybody in the family per day. Now, like for water... You need at least a gallon per person per day. Now, you need to make sure that you have various types of water. You know, have make sure you have your purified, make sure you have your spring water. But also make sure you have distilled water because distilled water can be used for a lot of different things. Now... Make sure whenever you're prepping and you're and you're getting your water that you also get the ability to filter water, get the things necessary for that. You can get purification tabs, uh, charcoal, uh, coffee filters, bandanas, things like that so you can filter your water. Or you can also get a life straw, get a couple of them for each person that is in your household. Because you never know when you may need to use it when you're out and about and you don't have any water. Just say for some reason you're out, you don't have water, that will at least be able to get you the water you need. But definitely make sure you have the purification tabs, 
And make sure you have bleach. Just regular bleach, not scented or any of that other stuff. Just bleach. Because for one gallon, you can use three drops of bleach to filter it, to purify it, and to clean it. Now, there's all kinds of different ways of being prepared. Now, you may have heard about bug in or bug out. Now, if you're going to bug in, that means you're going to stay in and you're going to face whatever you face by staying inside your home. And when we're talking about staying inside your home, say through a shit hit the fan scenario, there's a lot of things you need to do to prepare your house as well. You need to make sure that you board up your windows. <coughs> Take some plywood, like half-inch plywood, board up all the windows in your house. Because number one, you don't want light getting out. You don't want people to know you're home. Also, when you board up your windows, you might want to get a 2x6 or 2x4s and put them across the middle and board it up. Now, the same way with your points of entry. You need to make sure that that's all secure. Because you want to make sure that other people don't know that you're home. You need to have a one-way in, one-way out, but you need to have more secure ways of keeping your house protected. Because there will be marauders, there will be looters, there will be people out and about that are looking to get food, water, or whatever else you may have. It's also important that you don't pile a bunch of trash outside in front of your home where it can be seen because that gives off the indication someone's there. Now, it's important to have security around your home. So make sure you board up your windows and your doors and come up with a way to get in and out of your home safely and also keeping people from coming into your home. So that's like taking a uh, two by four and mounting uh, some hooks to slide that board in between and secure the door so nobody can just kick it in. You need to be very careful when you bug in about showing people that you're home. Now, this is why it's important that you don't get on social media and you show any portion of your home. You don't show what the outside looks like. You don't get on there. You don't show all your preps and all your your food storage and your gun storage and your everything you have. 
And I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, you know, even if they show up at my house, I'll, I'll gut them down. Well, you're not accounting for maybe the five to ten other people they might have with them. So just be very careful about what you show on social media. Don't give away anything that you shouldn't be giving away that would give away what you have. You need to protect everything that you have as an asset. Because when it comes down to it, it's life and death for what you have. Even if it's not much. And there's a lot of people out there that are way behind the curve and they need help or they don't have any idea where to start. That's what this podcast is for. Now, bugging out. You need to have a plan if you're going to bug out. Now, if you have a separate location you can go to, like a cabin or another home or, you know, something to go to that's more secure, more secluded, more power to you. But you got to take into account if shit hits the fan... The roadways are going to be an obstacle. People running out into the woods will be an obstacle. That's why I always say, if you're running out to the woods, you better know what woods you're going to and who's trained in those woods, who's hunted in those woods, and who knows those woods very well. Because more than likely you'll end up getting shot. That's why I'm a big proponent of people staying in, sitting tight, and protecting your home, your property, and your neighborhood, and your community. Unless you have the ability to do so, and you have a spot out in the woods somewhere that you know and you've hunted and you got people that know that you're going to be going there that are on your side. If you don't, stay home. Protect what's yours. Defend your property. Defend your family. Defend your neighborhood. Defend your community. But if you are going to venture out, you better have a lot of necessities with you. You definitely need to make sure that you have a go bag that has extra clothing in it, that has communications, that has a med kit, that has your ammo, that has your gun, that has your uh, knives, any kind of tools. There's a lot of things that you can carry in a go bag, but you got to realize if you don't train with that pack and it's overly heavy, you're not going to be able to carry all that stuff with you. That's why I think bushcrafting is a very, very major part of bugging out and survivalism, period. 
that way that's less you need. Basically, you carry a knife, carry some paracord, 550 cord, and a med kit, and a few other little things, a change of clothes, change of socks, that kind of thing. But when we're talking about bugging out versus bugging in, my preference is to bug in. <clears throat> also, it depends on the situation we're in. Now, if we're not talking about shit hit the fan, we're just talking about power grid goes down, stay in. Just make sure you have plenty of lanterns, plenty of batteries, plenty of candles. Uh, get the kerosene lanterns. Have a whole multitude of different ways of lighting the inside of your house. <clears throat> it's pretty important. And you have to have multiple ways of making fire. And... There's so many different ways that you can make fire, you know, having a flint, you know, uh, carrying a, uh, what I call a little a cotton ball packet, just take in a cotton ball, soak it in Vaseline, roll it up into some uh, tinfoil, and have that with you. You can use it multiple times. It's a nice quick fire starter. You can also use lint from your dryer. So it's always nice to take and put a little bit of lint into like an Altoids can and keep it with you. Keep one in your vehicle. Keep one in your bag. Keep several in your house. It's just very, very important to have the ability to start fire in multiple different ways. Keep waterproof matches, you know, have a lighter, have one of those little torches, uh, just have extra lighter fluid in your house. Just have a lot of, lot of things that can be used to make a fire. It's very important. And I highly suggest people go out and practice making a fire. Practice it using five different methods. Because you cannot always depend on the one thing that you think that you've got and you know how to do to work. Because if it's a shit-hit-the-fan scenario and it's a dire situation, you get wet and it's cold outside and you're freezing to death, you better know how to make a fire without having dry materials around. That's why it's important to carry these little packets around. It's important to carry uh, lint around, any kind of lighter fluid or any kind of torch or something like that. <clears throat> so when you're talking bugging in, bugging out, 
those are some of the most important. But also, another thing when you're going to bug out, you need to know how to make shelter. There are a lot of survival books that are out there that teach you how to make all kinds of different shelters. Uh, there's all kinds of different people that can teach you, talk to you, do videos. Uh, I highly recommend Mr. Freedom Stick uh, virtual reality, uh, virtual uh, survival course. Get with him. He does a virtual survival course, and he can go with you over the plans you may have. It's very important that people have action plans, especially if you're going to bug out. Because if you are trying to get to a certain destination and there's all kinds of uh, roadblocks or constriction, uh, you need to know multiple different ways to get to where you're going. Because if one fails, you have a backup. Second one fails, you have another backup. Third one fails, you have another backup. You need at least five to ten action plans to get to where you're going. Like for myself, I work across the river in Indiana, and there's one bridge that goes over the Ohio River to Kentucky. The nearest one's about an hour away. And that's the only bridge there for a long time as well. So I have multiple action plans on how to get from where I work back home. And that's what you got to do. You got to have multiple action plans. You know, especially if you're out and about running errands and something happens and you need to get back home. And say, uh, for shits and googles, that the military puts up a roadblock. Well, now you got to figure out a way around that roadblock. So you better know your area. It's very important for you to know the ins and outs of where you live. Better know every side road, better know every back road. If you don't, you better go out and spend a day taking a drive. Just surveil everything around you and look at multiple ways of getting to where you need to go. Just recon everything. Just know, and the best thing you can do is get topical maps. Now, for me, where I live, I've got a bunch of different maps that I got for from the uh, Department of Natural Resources. And I got a map from one of the uh, dams. So I got a lot of waterway maps, a lot of topical maps, and I have the ability to know where to get to and where to get from on those maps. Now, I used to be a really avid hunter. It's been a while. <clears throat> used to fish a lot. 
but I still know all those back roads. I know at what point it's safe to go down in those back roads after flooding, what flood stages are to where I could get to and where I cannot get to at those flood stages. Uh, and there's areas too that I have that are marked. So people will never be able to see what it is. You know, I go and I check and make sure those are still marked, that they haven't been bothered. Uh, it's not noticeable. Only the people that I know know where those markings are and what, what they are. You've just got to do a lot of that kind of stuff to be prepared when you are bugging out versus bugging in. Now, let's get to uh, some of the things that you might want to prep with. Now, canning is a very great thing if you know how to do it. If you do not know how to do it, there is a uh, book called The Prepper's Canning Guide. It gives you all the information you need to know on how to can. Uh, I'm getting into that, learning how to do that. It's not very easy. But we're doing it. But the things that we need to make sure that you get prepped with is definitely, number one, you need water. So you definitely need to find ways to uh, collect water, to purify the water, and to hold the water. Now, there's all kinds of things you can do. You can go and you can buy the gallon jugs of water. You can uh, empty out old orange juice containers and, and juice containers and and rinse them out real good and put water and store water in them. And then when you need them, you can either boil the water or you can re-purify them with bleach or with the tabs or strain it boil it, whatever you need to do. Then you need to make sure there are other things that you can have that you can also barter because we're going to be living in a society if shit hits the fan that you may need to trade things. So some very valuable things you can have is like coffee, any kind of tea, alcohol, Alcohol will be a hot commodity on a shit hit the fan, so I highly suggest you, uh, number one, buy plenty of alcohol for backup or learn how to moonshine, how to make your own liquor. And it's not that hard. It just takes a little bit to learn it. As far as your food components go, uh, oh, and the other thing is get dry milk. That way you get dry milk, get dry butter. Uh, those are some, some common things that you'll need. Uh, learn how to make homemade bread from scratch. 
Make sure that you have plenty of flour, plenty of uh, cornmeal, plenty of baking powder, baking soda, sugar. Just make sure you stock up on the things that are necessity and things that you will need. It's a very important thing to do is make sure that you have plenty of that stuff, especially baking soda because baking soda has a million different purposes. You can use it to make uh, toothpaste, to using it for medicinal purposes, uh, just to name a few. But you can go and you can look it up and you can see what all the benefits to baking soda and what kind of things you can do with baking soda and it's quite a bit it's a very long list of things you can do with baking soda another thing to make sure you get stocked up on is your dry goods like rice and beans you can get these five gallon uh, buckets from like Lowe's or Home Depot or Menards, whatever you got around you, and just put in a Mylar bag, stick the rice in there, and then put an oxygen absorber in it, and then you're good. But you need to make sure you have plenty of rice and beans. And I'm not talking like 10, 15 pounds. I'm talking about you need at least a good 100 pounds of rice if it's just you and one other person. Now, if you have a family of four, I would try and be up at 200. And same with the beans. Because you need to make sure that you have plenty of options for food because, you know, not too many people can eat rice every day, but... When you're hungry and you're starving and there's nothing else to get or that you have, uh, rice will take you a long way. Now, things like I got to go along with my rice, besides the dry beans, would be like your uh, chicken broth or beef broth. You can get... uh, any kind of right or uh, chicken, canned chicken, canned pork, canned beef, spam. Stock up on that stuff because it lasts longer than the shelf life. Trust me. Any kind of canned goods, get plenty of canned goods like your your soups, uh, your your pork and beans. Uh, like vegetable soups, your chicken noodle soups, get plenty of cream of chicken, cream of mushroom, get plenty of that stuff. And then get your regular canned goods, which would be like your vegetables. You can get a lot of that stuff as well too. It's got a long shelf life as well. Get plenty of, if you like pickles, I suggest getting the big jars of uh, dill pickles or hamburger pickles. 
Make sure you stock up on condiments, ketchup, mustard, get all your spices, salt, pepper, any of those things. So that way you can you can season your food. Now I joke a lot that shit hits the fan and we start running out of food. There are plenty of stupid humans out there. So they can easily be barbecued and grilled just the same as a deer or as an elk or any any other kind of meat. So when shit gets desperate, just think about the condiments that you that you have. You need to make sure that you're stocked up on that stuff. Definitely with mustard, you get a benefit out of not getting cramps. It helps you with, with cramps. Just take a couple shots of it. And make sure you got plenty of honey. Honey will take you a long way as well. Uh, stock up on things like peanut butter and, and like the jam and the, the jelly. Make sure you got plenty of that stuff. And just go over the things that you like to eat. But also think in the back of your head, if you need to barter and trade with somebody, what would be some good bartering and trading items? Things like sugar, like tea, coffee, alcohol, any kind of canned meat. Milk, as far as the the dry milk. Just make sure that you got plenty of everything. Plenty of ramen noodles, get plenty of pastas. Uh, If you like uh, salsa and stuff like that, make sure you have plenty of that too. It's got long shelf life as well. But if you can't can the stuff, then just make sure that you are able to buy it and stock up on it just make sure you have it in a nice dry cool place to where it won't go bad now the common sense things that you would stock up on would be knives any kind of cutlery guns ammo a lot of things that people don't think about is make sure you have a BB gun because that can kill small vermin too. You know, you can you can kill some birds with them. You can kill uh, squirrels with them. Just make sure that you get plenty of that. Make sure you have a slingshot. Now... For the ammunition for my slingshot, I have the half-inch steel ball bearings because that can do a lot of damage to somebody or to something. So make sure you stock up on slingshots or at least have the ability to make one. Uh, And make sure you stock up on ball bearings and 
like marbles, like the big round marbles. Something that's going to do a lot of damage. Or go out and collect nice big rocks. Also make sure that you have some kind of crossbow. You can get those handheld crossbows with the bolts that are nice and they're nice sized. Um, you can do a lot of damage with that. You know, you can also kill a lot of small game with it. Make sure that you have snares. You know how to trap. And if you don't know how to do this stuff, get on YouTube. There's a lot of people that get on there and they teach you how to do things like this. How to track. How to set snares. How to trap. How to build all kinds of different traps. It's a must. We're living in that time where shit can hit the fan and we're going to have to rely on ourselves to survive. And if you got family, they're going to depend on you too if you got young children. So make sure that you and your significant other and your family start learning how to do this. Take uh, 30 minutes one night, every night, and watch a video. Or sign up for a survival course. Go do a survival course. Watch shows like Alone, Naked and Afraid, Dual Survival. There's a lot of shows out there that teach you and show you tips and tricks on how to survive in different situations as well. Because not every person's situation is going to be the same. Because if you live in the Northwest, you're dealing with a, a area where it rains a lot. So you're going to have to learn how to deal with those, those kind of weather conditions. A lot different than living in the Southwest where it's completely hot, like Arizona, Texas. Or kind of similar to living up in the Midwest, where you get a mixture of it, where you get a lot of rain and you get a lot of, a lot of heat and humidity and a lot of cold. Or if you're like some lucky people that live in Florida. <laughs> talking about you, Aunt. Talking about you, Jess. Talking about a lot of you. At least you got a beautiful scenery there to, to be in survival mode in. But yeah, it's important that you guys learn your area. Learn your predators. Learn your vegetation. Because there are a lot of medicinal values in the things that are growing in our yards or growing in our creeks, in our woods, that can help us out immensely. Like wild, uh, see, wild lettuce. That was one I didn't know anything about until not too long ago. 
that's basically a painkiller. Uh, it's anti-inflammatory. It's It's got a lot of values and benefits to it. So look up on the DNR, I believe you can look at, and there's a lot of like state parks and stuff that have the types of vegetation and the, and the things that are growing in and around your area. So look it up. Start doing some research on holistic medicines. Start looking up the different kinds of predators that live in your area, especially snakes and spiders, because you don't want to get bit by something that's really venomous. Because around here we have a lot of venomous snakes and we have venomous spiders like the black widow. And then we got uh, cottonmouth, um, what other timber snakes. So we got we got quite a few that are poisonous, poisonous snakes, copperheads. So you just got to know your area. Plus, we have bobcats. We have some bears in and around this area, but they're a little bit further south of us than most of them. We have a few black bears that are around here, but not very often. But we do have a lot of bobcats. But know your area. Be prepared with what you live around and what is around you're out in the woods you need to keep your head on a swivel you always need to be looking at the ground and looking around you because you never know when there could be a snake or you walk into one of them spider webs where it's a venomous spider other things you can prep on communications very key now, we can't rely on our cell phones because shit hits the fan, more than likely all communications will go down. Now, if you're smart and you know what a Faraday cage is, you'll invest in one or you'll make one. Now, I'll tell you, I know how to make one. You can take a small metal garbage can, get cardboard and cut it out place it on the inside on the bottom around the sides under the lid and you can take uh, like some AC and like HVAC tape silver tape and you can do around the lid around the edge and then you take your devices such as your CBs or your walkie-talkies or your ham radios and put them in there, any kind of electronics, put them in there and keep them in there and put the lid on and put that tape around the edge of it and you will be protected. If not, you can also use a microwave, but you know, if you have kids, it's probably not a good idea to put anything in the microwave with them home. Or if you have an old microwave, take the old microwave and, you know, put it in there. 
but it's important that you get communications. Now everybody says, well, the ham radios, you have to have a license. Yes, you do. And you can go to any volunteer fire station, and usually they have classes, and they will do the testing for a uh, beginner ham radio, or you can get advanced, whatever. Or you just get one, shit hits the fan, it won't matter if you need a fucking license or not, because who's going to come get you anyways? Shit's hit the fan. Who's going to restrict you? Shit's hit the fan. So make sure you get one. Now, I got three uh, walkie-talkies that are the 35-mile range, Midland, and they're good. Um, Don't expect to get the complete 30 or 35 miles unless you are on a flat, clear land with nothing in between you but definitely it gets out pretty good um and the ham radio is the baofong get one of those or depends on how many people you got in your in your household get a couple get some sort of a police scanner just make sure you have uh, a hand crank radio, some kind of shortwave radio, solar, hand cranked, whatever. But you need that. And make sure that you have plenty of batteries. Buy some of every kind. And remember, you need the watch size ones. Because if you have any kind of optics on your on your guns, they take those. So make sure you stock up on them. Make sure you stock up on all the AA, AAA, C battery, D battery, you know, any kind of battery that you use in any of the things you have. Make sure you have plenty of them. It's important to make sure you have plenty of batteries. Let's see what else. Oh, the next big thing I want to talk about is your medical supplies. Make sure that you have plenty of medical supplies. If you are on any kind of medication, I would suggest you get at least the three-month prescription from your doctor so you can get three months, so that way you have three months of it. Um. Now, I had to cut back on my meds a little bit, so that way I could get ahead. Don't suggest that to everybody, but I've got at least nine months of my medications put back. So, that's important to do as well. Another thing you should do is to make sure that you have plenty of Tylenol, ibuprofen, aspirin, Benadryl, Aleve, have plenty of triple antibiotic ointment, uh, hydrocortisone, plenty of uh, calamine lotion, plenty of alcohol, plenty of uh, hydrogen peroxide, 
Make sure you get plenty of betadine. Make sure you have plenty of gauze and bandages. And make sure you have several first aid kits. Now, there's an IFAC that you can get. Now, I spent a couple hundred dollars on mine. It's got a trauma pack in it. It's got all the stuff you need in it. Stuff for sutures, all that stuff. Make sure you get one of those. Now, if you have like a HSA uh, spending account for your health insurance, you can get on Amazon or you can get on a couple sites and they actually take your HSA for those kinds of, of uh, IFACs. So... Make sure you have plenty of that stuff. Make sure you keep one in your car. Make sure you keep one in your house. Um, make sure you have plenty of super glue because you can use super glue for stitches instead. That's where you can go to like Dollar Tree or Dollar General. Uh, any of these $5 stores, you can go and you can get all kinds of different stuff like that. You can get duct tape, you can get uh, electrical tape, get your uh, Gorilla Glue or your Super Glue. Just make sure that you get plenty of it because you will need it at some point in time. Now, with that being said on all that stuff, <clears throat> it's just important that you make sure that you have plenty of food, plenty of water, plenty of medical supplies. It's just important. Make sure you have plenty of things for your communications. We are living in a world where things are going sideways. We know at some point something bad will happen, and we need to protect ourselves. We need to make sure that we're prepared Make sure you're growing a garden. Make sure you get the app on your phone where you can find out what kind of weeds and what kind of plants are growing in your yard or in and around your neighborhood. Make sure that you have fishing supplies. Got a fishing rod, fishing reel, you know, tackle. Got the necessary things to go fishing if you have to go fishing. Make sure you have the necessary things to go hunting if you have to go hunting. If you don't know how to field dress animals, watch a video. Or go find a hunter and have them show you. It's just important to know these skills. It's very important in the world that we're living in. You know, I just I just can't say it enough that we have to make sure we are prepared. Nobody's coming to save you. We save ourselves out of this entire mess. Make sure you have plenty of razors. Make sure you have plenty of uh, shaving cream. You can get bars of soap. I think I bought a 12-pack of 
dial bar soap. I think it was for $8.99. So I got a couple of those. A couple of things of packs of deodorants. Make sure that you have plenty of Purell or, you know, the uh, alcohol soap, the hand sanitizer. Make sure you got plenty of that. Make sure you got latex gloves or non-latex gloves. That way you have to do any kind of medical stuff. You have the right things there to do it. Make sure you have sewing kits. Plenty of sewing kits. Don't know how to sew? Please pick up a book or watch a video and learn how to. It's not that hard. I learned at home at class back in sixth grade. Still do it. Still, I have to sew every now and then. I get a hole in something, I'll go sew it up. Once you learn to sew, then you kind of understand, know how to... Uh, do sutures if you ever have to stitch somebody up. But we need to make sure that we are taking care of each other. Get out into your communities and network. You need to vet people before you bring them into your group. Make sure if you get a funny feeling, you don't add that person to your group. Go with your gut. We need to make sure that each and every one of us are protected and that we are also networking with the right people to survive and to thrive in a shit-hit-the-fan scenario. Now, it doesn't always have to be shit-hit-the-fan scenario either, and I know I talk a lot about it, but it could also be a natural disaster because we all live in different regions you know, you live in uh, the Northwest, Pacific Northwest. You have a lot of volcanic activity. You have earthquakes. You have a lot of raining and flooding and wildfires. Uh, you live in the Midwest. You got a lot of tornadoes and flooding and earthquakes. You live in the Southeast, like in Florida. You got hurricanes and storms and wildfires and... You got things going on there. So prepare according to your region. Just know your region. It's very important to know everything about where you live. Now, there are a bunch of great books that are out that you can get. Uh, Bushcraft 101, The Ultimate Survival Manual. How to Survive Anywhere. Um, you can get the SAS Survival Handbook. You can get the United States Air Force SEER Handbook. There's a lot of books out there that you can get that will help teach you the things you need to learn. And bushcrafting is a major one. That way you learn how to do knots. You learn how to do shelters know how to make tools from scratch. It's a very great thing to have. 
Now, as far as like your weapons, those are of choice. I can't specify on what you would like, what you wouldn't like. Just make sure that you have enough of it and plenty of ammo because you aren't going to have an endless supply of ammo shit hits the fan. Just remember that. So don't rely just on the pew-pew tools that you have. Make sure you have other forms of defense. Just make sure you got knowledge on how to do shit. Pick up trades, pick up skills. Go learn a first aid uh, class. You can go to a voluntary firefighter station and you can usually find classes on basic first aid, advanced first aid, things of that nature. Learn how to deal with with cuts, with burns, with, uh, you know, things of that nature, CPR. Go take a basic CPR course. If you can afford it, buy a little AED. But we need to be prepared, people, because it's coming. And I know I've been saying this for a long time and nothing's happened yet, but all the signs are still there. The elite are working day and night to eventually take out the United States. And they are a slow steady pace to do so. They're in no hurry. They're just waiting for the right time. It's a game of chess. It's not checkers. They are doing everything they can to test the waters here to see what they can do over on the other side or or vice versa. So make sure you get prepared. Now, like I said, go check out Mr. Freedom Sticks Survival Course. It's a virtual survival course. Um, Also, go check out Black Scout Survival. Uh, Check out all the preppers that are on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, such as uh, the local prepper. Check out Appalachian Prepper. Um the perky prepper there's a lot of people out there that are doing prepping so please go check them out check out all these shows doomsday prepper to uh dual survival to naked and afraid to alone uh there's little tips and tricks that these people do that you can pick up and you can learn and just write that shit down go to the library get these books or buy them it's best to have them than not need them than need them and not have them. That's for anything. And always use two as one and one as none. It's a very, very important basic part of survival, part of prepping, all of it. So please go and check those things out. Look it up. If you have any questions, you need any help, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to Lambo. You can reach out to Mr. Freedom Stick. So please get prepared. Catch up with the rest of us if you haven't caught up or if you've already got everything you need. Perfect. 
happy for you, but you can never have enough. So please just make sure that you have multiple things to do fire, to filter and purify water, even cooking things. Make sure you have a gas grill, a charcoal grill, things to throw over a fire pit in order to to cook. It's all essential. It's all essential living and being prepared. So please, get prepared, get ready, teach yourself trades and skills, and be ready for whenever shit hits the fan or a natural disaster happens. It can never be a bad thing to be prepared just in case for anything, for any situation. So that'll be the show. I appreciate you guys, and I hope the next time I will be able to have a prepper and a survivalist on with us. That way we can go back and forth and do a little bit more of an advanced setting to get people prepped and and survival and all that. So thanks for listening. I appreciate you all. Have a good one. All right, everybody, you know how much I support and advocate for small businesses and organizations. Now, if you are a small business or organization and you would like for me to promote you on my podcast and add you to my link tree, please contact me at renegadesrantpodcast at outlook.com. Or you can get a hold of me through any of my social medias. Just direct message me. Now, I'm going to kick this off with Saints and Sinners Hat Company. This is ran by my buddy, Three Rows. And he has some badass hats on his site. He's got the Come and Take It hat. He has a We the People hat. Pedophile Hunter hat. A Take It Easy hat. A Tinfoil hat. Just go check out his site and order you a hat today. PatriotFishingGear.com Now this used to be PatriotFishingGear.us, but Donnie has now changed it to .com. It's ran by Donnie. He has some badass custom tumblers. He has some really awesome hats and shirts on his site. He is also in the process of making rods and reels, so please go check out his site today. Star Spangled Designs. This is ran by Misfit Amy. She is making some pretty badass custom patriotic jewelry, so please go check out her site and check her awesome kick-ass custom jewelry out. It's patriotic. Go get you some. FedUpGear.com. You also, while you're there, check out all his kick-ass gear. He has some pretty badass hats and shirts as well. Also, we're going to talk about these organizations I support. Change Unchained. This is ran by Troy and Tiffany. Now, Troy and Tiffany are actually involved in going out and combating human trafficking. They go out and they help recover those who are being trafficked and sexually exploited. They have a burn-it-down ranch with tiny homes to help the survivors get back on their feet and get back into society. They teach them trades. They teach them how to drive. They help them get their GEDs. 
This is a badass 501c3. They do it all. They are there to help the victims. We have We Want the Names. This is ran by Jess and Amy and their badass team of patriots. Uh... They are dedicated to fighting for the survival of human rights. They have just launched a Guardian project, and it's designed to unify and educate members about child sex trafficking and Western cultural attacks on parents and minors. Also, protecting children from online pedophiles, uh, damaging gender-affirming care, Teachers with uh, radical ideologies that they're teaching in these schools. Uh, doctors with financial agendas. And, of course, our extremist politicians and their bullshit. Next up, we have Lady Liberty Foundation. This is ran by Larry and Noel. Uh, this organization is dedicated to bridging the gap between active military veterans, first responders, and giving them the everyday resources that they desperately need. Uh, they're founded by some God, God-fearing patriots who value sacrif- the sacrifices that uh, these heroes have made for America. So please get involved. We need you to help our veterans, our active military, and the first responders. It's imperative that we help our heroes. And lastly, One's Purpose. Now, this is ran by Joni. Uh, They are dedicated to helping survivors of uh, sexual trafficking. Uh, They're offering them refuge and relocation. And they also do uh, long and short-term programs throughout the U.S. to help get them into places where they can get the help that they need and to help protect them and keep them from going and falling back into this. So these are the organizations I am supporting. I am also supporting podcasts. Now, if you've been listening to me, you know that I am tied to the hip with a little extra Lambo podcast. Uh, Lambo got me involved. He got me started with my podcast. I am just thankful that he has got me to where I am today. Thank you, Lambo, and continue to have a kick-ass show and continue to promote me. Thank you. Also, there is the Nursing Underground podcast, and that's ran by Gray State Revolution. Uh, Gray State Mafia, as you know him, Big Dave. Uh, a very great podcast for those who are in the medical field, uh, start listening to it. And those not in the medical field, please listen to him as well because he puts out the information about what's going on in healthcare today. He has a surprise coming out. Can't say what it is, but it's going to be big. And when he does, I'm going to be behind it. And lastly, last uh, is a, a Man Apart podcast. Now, A Man Apart has a very intriguing podcast. Now, he goes and he does all these podcasts on people who have been attacked sexually uh, by pedos and by murderers. 
and it's a very, very dark, complected uh, podcast that brings to light things that these victims go through, no matter what they have been through as far as sexual trafficking to the sexual assaults to the ones who have been murdered by these people. Now, please go check these podcasts out. Last but not least, we got to get Freedom Stick on here. I'm a huge advocate for this man. He has a virtual workshop that will teach you everything you need to know about preparedness and what you need to do. If you need an action plan, this man will walk you through it. If you have an action plan, he will find all the holes in your action plans. So please go check out Freedom Sticks Virtual Workshop. And that being said, thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast. I am very happy to those who are listening and who are following the show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast. You can find the Kentucky Renegade on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter, but the easiest way is his link tree, which you can find in his bio. Please like, follow, share the show, and remember, be ungovernable.